This is an All Ears English IELTS episode. Don't make this cultural mistake on the writing test. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 7 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, but today is a special IELTS episode. We have Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, author of 12 test prep textbooks, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. We're here to help you get the score you need on your next IELTS exam. So let's get started. In today's episode, you'll learn what the biggest cultural mistake is that people make on writing task two of the IELTS exam. Hello, Jessica. <laughs> How's it going? Very good. Very good. Nice and sunny day here in Portland, Oregon. I know. You're right. It is. Oh, sorry. I'm not in Portland. I'm in Boston. And <laughs> But I just described it so well. You felt like you were here. I know. Well, right now the sun's already gone down because we're in midwinter and the days are so short here. But it was a nice day. I went for a run and that was good. Oh, How about lovely. you? Yeah, I went for a little bike ride. Got some exercise. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so today, um, we're going to talk about something we, at least both of us, think is, is very interesting, how yes. your culture and your education background as well can influence how you organize your ideas on the writing test. Yeah. And therefore, how you score on the writing test, right? Because it all comes back to the score. Exactly. And this is really fundamental. So we want you guys to listen up today. If you think that culture doesn't matter, we're going to challenge that point of view today. Yeah. And I mean, on the one hand, I feel like, I feel like it sh the grading should be more welcoming of the way different cultures organize mm. their ideas. But I think with, with the IELTS being in, so many countries having so many cultural backgrounds writing, it would be impossible to make the test fit to all the different cultures. So yeah. um, you have to organize it the way a more Western perspective would have it organized. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. I think it, Americans especially, but I know, I mean, I've taught with many British teachers, mostly British teachers, actually, in instructing the IELTS. And we all teach the same sort of way to organize your ideas in writing task two. Um, okay. And it's, you know, get to the point. That's, that's our focus. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this is also really good because if, if um, IELTS test takers are getting ready to go to the UK or the US to study, right? We want to be ready to be writing in the style that our professors are going to want. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Professors, at least, at least in my uh, experience, don't have a lot of patience if people mm -hmm. don't organize things that they, the way that they want them to. So yeah, good point. This yeah. is, this okay. will serve you well in the future. <laughs> so yeah. So how can we get tripped up? I mean, what does tripped up mean? First of all, Jessica, let's just clarify that little phrasal verb. Oh, yeah. Um, this is great. You can could actually picture someone tripping and falling like your toe gets caught on something and you fall over so this exactly can, yeah so this can happen um in any part of life i think but on the test <laughs> if you get tripped up that means you're you're making a mistake like you're doing something wrong 
right? Yeah. yeah. So we want to be here to prepare you guys for that so that you don't make that mistake. So what is the common mistake that a lot of people make in terms of culture on the IELTS writing section, Jessica? So I think the most common mistake would be to to save your your main point or your main idea um, and put it at the end of your essay or at the end of the paragraph. Um, when we, at, at least on the IELTS exam, you don't have a long time. It's 40 minutes for task two and a, basically a four paragraph essay. So it's not that long and you don't have a lot of words or time to waste. So you want to get to your main point right away. Um, a really important thing that you'll learn in a class or learn in any IELTS course that you take is your thesis statement, which is the main idea of your whole essay. Could be your opinion about the topic or the, the main idea of your whole essay. Um, it has to go in the introduction. So that's okay. that's really important. Usually the last sentence of the introduction. So, um, okay. if, for example, if the question, if the, the IELTS task two question is um, like, do you think um, world sporting events are, or let's see, do you think professional sports stars should get paid so much money? Um, and maybe mm. you think no. So <laughs> your thesis statement would be, in this <laughs> essay, I'm going to talk about the reasons why sports stars should be paid less, for example. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So it should be at the beginning. More than 450 All Ears English listeners have already downloaded the IELTS cheat sheet so they will know exactly what the examiner is looking for on the IELTS exam. Have you gotten yours yet? If not, go right now to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation and download your IELTS cheat sheet for free. Allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. And what are the things that you see people doing? Like, where do people tend to put um, that thesis statement? You know, are we putting it at the end typically, accidentally or, you know? Yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes I feel like they don't have a thesis statement. Um, sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like they, they save it for the last sentence of their whole essay. Um, oh. And I think I think that a lot of cultures actually formulate their um, presentations like that in yes. speaking and writing, right? You're, you're maybe telling mm -hmm. a story or um, giving, giving a lot of information around the topic. And then the main idea goes at the very end. Whereas um, right. in, in our style writing in American and British style writing, that's opposite. We want to, we're telling you the point right the away. Opposite. Exactly. So instead of building up to the point, we start with the point and then we kind of cascade down with the evidence, right, Jessica? Yeah, with very, very specific reasons and examples. So um, in the, the first sentence of your essay, the very first sentence, you need to mention the topic right away. So w when I'm saying get to the point, I really mean like right away, get to the point. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll look at a student's essay and they don't even mention the topic until like halfway through the essay. And, and I'm, wow. and I'm sure that's correct. What do they say? I mean, what, what are they saying in the beginning of the d essay? Right. I, yeah. Just a lot of like descriptions or, um, like a story about something sort of connected to the topic. 
Okay. I'm not sure, but but yeah, it's just it's just extra information that we don't need. So um, if we use the example that I mentioned, do sports stars get paid too much money? Um, the first sentence of your essay should be like, Today, there are many sports stars making over a million dollars a week. Like you, it's mm. it's something interesting and it has the topic right away. So that's like the perfect mm. hook, uh, first sentence. Yeah, I could see maybe people are and, – and this comes straight from culture and there's nothing wrong with the way that you guys have been taught to write. No, it works not. in your culture, yeah. right? That's not what we're trying to say. But I could see how um, some, some IELTS test takers might be – as you said, adding a story to open or even mm. trying to make an analogy or kind yes. of a, a comparison very indirectly. And it yes. must be great writing in your culture, but it just it won't work on the exam. Exactly. Yeah. Great word. Indirect. And I feel like that's a, a skill that is valued in a lot of cultures, especially um some some Eastern cultures that value that the the delicate way of communication, the the face mm-hmm. saving, the right mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. Just, that's not a skill that a lot of Americans have. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think also in parts of Latin America, right? Mm. I think that it's it's considered great writing to really get the flowery yes. language in there, the analogies, the tricky use of different phrases and 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 very intellectual but yeah. you know here it's just straight to the point get to yep, it <laughs> yep and i think and, and i have a lot of arab uh, saudi students now and uh, i think in their tradition also um when when describing something there's there's a lot more value given to the the way you communicate and the the words that you choose than to the information mm-hmm. whereas i feel like in in our communication style and western communication the the essay on the IELTS test, for example, like that's the way you organize your ideas and being very direct. That's more important than yeah. using flowery language. Right. Because it seems like it's more about the goal, like mm-hmm. what you're trying to communicate rather than how. And that might be linked to our, you know, our, our market system and how there's so much marketing around us yeah. all day. And the marketing is trying to convince us to buy things. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. So and s- it's coming from another, a number. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Twitter, right? It's just saying what, like having like the fewest number of characters you can or like the saying something in like three or four words. Like I think everything is kind of getting shorter. Text messages. People don't spell words anymore. It's like. Well, Jessica, we'll have to do another episode on how to use Twitter as a practice opportunity for IELTS, for uh, writing concisely on the IELTS. Oh, that would be so fun. That that would be a that really fun That would be fun so game. cool. <laughs> that's a great idea. Okay. Yep. But that's, a, that's another episode. That's in the future. That's another episode. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I great. think if, so, if, so this is, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> See, there we go. We're so polite. We're so polite. I know. Um, <laughs> so I think um, the 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 biggest takeaway from today would be to get to the point right away and don't waste words. I think I I think those two pieces of advice Simple. I give to my students a lot for writing task two. So those two things Good. are important to remember. Good. And in the spirit of what we're trying to say, we won't go any further because we're also trying to be concise for you guys. So that's the point. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Don't use too many words. Keep it concise. Keep it direct. Put the thesis at the beginning. I like it. Thank you, Jessica. This has been great and super helpful. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. 
If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.